Sorry, I've dropped. God. <laughs> what was that? I got too excited. I got sidetracked. Side. Oh, yeah. We do need to create like a. That's Kenzie. You're so I'm Kenzie. Loud. You're so loud. Okay. Welcome to the second episode of Sidetracked. I am your co host, Emily. And I'm Kenzie. Yes, we're so excited to do this episode. Um, We have some life updates before we begin. Number one, Emily, I, uh, me, (laughs) (laughs) I have COVID. I tested positive for tomato, tomato, (laughs) boo, tomato, tomato, boo. I tested positive for COVID yesterday and I feel fine. Um, I am fully vaccinated, including boosted. I feel like getting the booster really helped because like I've heard people who have both, but they haven't gotten the booster yet are feeling like worse symptoms because if you have the two, like they like kind of expire. So, um, yeah, um, from experience, I also got COVID in the beginning of this year. Yeah. And I did feel like I got hit by a truck. I just still need to get my booster. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you don't want to, I, we're not, this is, that's not what this podcast is about. But moral of the story <laughs> is I feel fine. That's Joe Rogan. No, I'm just <laughs> Do you know who that is? Yeah. Is that Seth Rogan's brother? <laughs> no. No. I've heard of Joe Rogan before, but then yeah, they weren't brothers. No, they're not brothers. But um, anyway, I uh, I'm feeling okay. I just have a slight sore throat, but it's not anything. I feel like I have a sore throat all of the time. So, but other than that, I'm fine. I'm just writing it out. Obviously, if anything changes, that would suck. But as of right now, I feel good. Knock on wood that it stays the same. But I'm so bored. I'm so bored during the day. I have nothing I'm to do. I'm so bored. And I've been trying to watch Euphoria, but, and it's good, but it's really heavy. Like, it's a really heavy show. And so I'm just kind I of like, Euphoria. what? I know every time I watch Euphoria, I just have this, like, I don't know if anyone else feels it, but I feel kind of weird. Not like weird, but it's like, because there's so much emotion in the show in like different ways. I leave the show, like, watching the show, and I feel kind of, like, the heavy episode made yeah. me feel heavy in a way. So, like, yeah. my mood changes to me being, like, sad in a way. Yes. And so I don't know if it's just me and, like, what's happening in my life or it's just, like, the reflection of the show because you know how they would be, like, Euphoria is very, like, like viewer description is advised. Yeah. And yeah. so that's, like, very true because watching that, especially, like, kids. I saw one video where a kid was watching it, and kids should not be watching that because no. of how heavy it is and how graphic yeah. it is. But I try watching it, but it's really heavy, so I feel like during the day, like, if I can only do, like, two episodes because, number one, they're really long, and number two, there's just so much that happens that I'm like, oh, girl, I need a break. But what is your life update? <laughs> well, I started my new job today. Super yeah. exciting things are happening. Um, I met everyone there. I met a couple anchors. Um, it's really exciting and 
very interesting to see how everything works and plays out and see what I'm actually going to be doing. Um, so I'm really going to have to start getting into my work schedule because I'm going to be working morning shifts, which are four to nine in the morning, which isn't bad because I can go to sleep at like 930, wake up at like 230, 245, and then go to work and then come back at nine and then take like an hour nap, an hour and a half nap, and then wake up at like 11 and then have my rest of my day to myself, you know? But yeah, that's just my update. This episode, we're going to talk about communication. And I think communication is so important um, in romantic relationships, in friendships, in your household with your mom and your dad and your siblings, like, but I don't feel like everyone has the right tools to be able to communicate effectively. If you feel like you are someone who doesn't, who wants to communicate, but doesn't know how, and um, when you try to communicate, you know, for me, like I used to shut down and I would just cry or I would get angry and I would like, I would want, it was in my head, it was like, well, immediately, immediately in this situation, like this person's wrong and I'm right. Or I don't care that Are I'm we wrong. twins? No, literally. But like, I don't care that I'm wrong. I just don't want to talk about it. And it would shut it down. And then mm-hmm. that's when you get into those things where you like, you build toxic habits of, mm-hmm. we kind of talked about this last episode, but like cutting people off just if they do one thing wrong mm-hmm. yeah and, I am um, or no keep going no go ahead <laughs> um I really relate on that topic too because when I came out of something that was like really hurtful and where it feels like my communication wasn't validated because when I would communicate stuff it, unlike this certain type of relationship or whatever you want to call it um nothing was being like done to prove that my communication was working I guess so I just felt like I wasn't validated and so I always got like shut down like you just stated and it made me not want to communicate anymore so in the future like moving from that I would not communicate when people would be like oh what's wrong with you I would just sit there and cry and then I'd be like like break and cut ties because that was the easiest thing to do since I was so used to being like left alone and like abandoned because my words didn't matter so Mm -hmm. then I started like not doing that but then like I got better on the half of getting out of those toxic issues because they weren't me they were just what a reflection of something that was not that had nothing to do with me you know yeah yeah communicate not knowing how to properly communicate not only hurts yourself but it hurts others because like Kenzie said and I have been in a similar relationship where there was no communication and like you you then don't want to communicate and you're like okay well why why would I communicate in future relationships because I don't know how to do it in a successful relationship because I've never had someone who has communicated properly. Communication is not only good just to be able to work through problems. That's not when communication is only important. Communication is important in every aspect of the relationship. It helps you be closer to someone. If you both have good communication skills, you get to know the person more than really anyone else. Um, and 
I'm speaking from this by like, this is the first time I've ever been in a relationship where the other person knows how to communicate and I know how to communicate. Like I've been in past relationships and friendships where I didn't have the tools to communicate. Um, What helped me get those tools was through therapy. Now that was like, that's what worked for me personally. That doesn't work for everyone. Um, But I knew what I wanted communication to look like. I just didn't know how to get there. Um, So I think that's something that Uh, I think we should talk about too, is how to communicate in a healthy and positive way. You know, that again, that that literally helped me communicate because like when I would just, I grew up when I would get in trouble, um, we're in a rocket ship. No, I'm just kidding. But (laughs) I grew up and when I would get in trouble and start getting yelled at, I, I felt very misunderstood and I would just cry. Like I would just, and I'd be like, I'd be like, I don't even know why I'm crying. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to cry. But then like, I had to sit down, you know, in therapy, I had to sit down, think of, okay, why am I crying? What is making, what is triggering this? Like, what are the feelings that I'm feeling right now? And that's when I'm able to communicate is when I can take a look and be like, okay, you know, think for a second, breathe and work it out. I feel like a lot of the times when we try communicating, we feel like we're not understood because now when we communicate, it might feel like people don't understand us in a way because we never were understood in the past by some people. We would always be like, oh, you're not thinking right. You just need to do this, that. And we never fully like understood. So that's why when people now or in my life in the past would be like, you need to chill or you're being dramatic. Like that just, that just shows me that they don't understand how I'm feeling and they won't even take how I'm feeling into consideration, which is, yeah, you know, I think that's a really good point to bring up is that like, it really starts when, when you're a child, you learn good communication tactics. Mm -hmm. And this is not dogging on, you know, either of our parents, because we're not parents yet. And so I, I mean, I yeah. can't even imagine how hard it is to raise a child, but like when you're young and your parents try to understand you, um, but they shut down, like they shut down your feelings because you're young and they're in the right, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like, they're the parent, they're the, the authority figure and you don't get to yeah. explain why you believe that you're in the right or what happened or what you're feeling because to them, like, this is an authority figure. You listen to me. I don't listen to you. And so I think as a kid, we don't, we're not able to communicate because we're supposed to just shut up, sit down, you know, go to your room, listen to me because I'm the boss. And you know, what you say doesn't really matter because I I know I'm right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's the dynamic a lot of the times between like parents and kids. And so you don't grow up with the tools to communicate. Mm-hmm. I do like people in the past especially from their childhoods like their childhood experiences with their parents a lot of times when the parents would invalidate their feelings have grown into a person where they don't communicate and see I'm a very understanding person and so I'm always like if, if you're not communicating I'm just going to assume like from your past like something has invalidated your feelings to where it feels like you're not right. hurt so I'll sit there and I'll be like you're like you know you're in a safe environment and I'm not gonna like 
shut you down because of how you feel. I'm going to listen and care for how you feel so that we can get to a solution. But some people don't understand that when you're like, oh, I understand. Like, it's like you you can talk to me. And so they still like don't talk and communicate. And that's fine. And you can come to me when you're ready. But then when you never come to the other person, that's when it becomes a problem. Right. You have to, it's a double-sided thing where the person listening needs to be willing to listen and understand you, but you also have to be willing to be vulnerable and communicate in a way that is getting your feelings out there. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like instead of just shutting down, um, and it can be hard, but once you learn to communicate or if you're afraid to communicate because you feel like you've never been listened to, you know, it always starts with that one time that you try. Mm -hmm. Um, And there can be different forms of communication too, is you can, you know, if you need to write it in your notes app or you need to text it, some people are just easier that way. Or if you can say it right then, I mean, good on you, but like, if you need to take a minute and come back to it, that's okay too. Yeah, you know, it's um, not something that you need to get out right now, especially if you don't really know what your thoughts are or how you're feeling. I used to write my thoughts down because after like what I went through that like invalidated my feelings, um, I used to write like what I was feeling because I couldn't communicate anymore. And then I just got like better at that. And yeah, I can still write how I'm feeling down instead of like speaking it or vocalizing how I feel. But like I've grown so much and I matured so much that like, I like to speak how I feel. And some people don't like how others speak how they feel because <laughs> they know that they're in the wrong. So, um, But no, I, so we were both in relationships where we were essentially the communicator for both people. Um, it was an instance where we were both pulling the weight um, for the other person and we weren't receiving any sort of feedback from them. So Kenzie and I both really had to learn, not at the same time too. And we mentioned this last podcast, but we we were in like the same relationships, but at different time periods. Yeah, like five months later. Yeah, but for <laughs> me personally, and I know she can speak to this too, like I had to find myself and I had to learn within myself how to communicate properly so that I could help the other person. But at the end of the day, the other person still didn't want to communicate. And so it's like, what do you do at that point then? Okay. That's when you just take it from yourself and you're like, all right, well, you know, I know that I'm a good communicator. I know that I can do this and I deserve someone else who's going to communicate as well. But for us, like we did the job of communicating for two people for so long that I think it forced us to be excellent communicators because we're grasping this, this is why it's so important to be a good communicator for your significant other. I was grasping at straws of what could he be feeling? What could he be thinking? Does he, you know, want to be with me? Is he cheating on me? Is he mad at me? Like what's going on? I just want to know what is going on. I just want to know what's in his head. And I wasn't getting that. Exactly. And they'd be like, they would be like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Like the simple, like basic. No. Yeah, I promise. But then they go ahead and break it. And then you like the communication was not there to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. I've had where my ex and I was like, I don't feel like you're giving me the same energy. What's going on? I'm here for you. 
I, I'm not going to be upset. Just tell me what, what's going on. Tell me what you're feeling. I'm fine. I'm fine. Nothing's going on. I'm fine. You're reading too far into it. Like if you keep asking me what's wrong, something's going to be wrong. And I was like, okay, two weeks later. Yeah. For the past two weeks, I haven't been feeling the same about you. Like, mine, wait, 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 no, mine was say like, it, say it mine, at the beginning when I ask you mine, because I would always need like reassurance, you know? So I was like, if you like ever like feel different, are you going to tell me? He was like, yeah, I would never like not tell you if I'm feeling different. You'll know. I'll just tell you when I start not like to feel the same music, but that'll never happen. And then he's like, I haven't been feeling the same for about a month. Right. And it's like, like why didn't you just say that? Because now you're wasting my time Mm -hmm. and you're wasting your time. Like, bro, you could have like started the healing process for me, but you just delayed it and prolonged it because you don't know how to communicate. Exactly. And I don't get that. I don't get life is so short. We are Mm -hmm. here for some of us a hundred (laughs) years. We're here for Rest in peace, Betty White. You're a hundred to me. Facts. <laughs> You're a hundred to me. <laughs> but no, like we are here for such a short amount of time that life is too short to not say what you feel um, and what you're thinking, especially to your significant other. If you don't, Mm -hmm. if you're, if something's off, if you're feeling a certain way, if you need to get something off your chest, just say it. Worst Mm -hmm. that can happen is you upset the other person. And if you're in a, you know, loving and healthy relationship, you're both going to move on from it and it's going to make you stronger or, you know, they don't, they're not a good communicator. And so they don't accept it. But knowing that you have said all that you can say um and you've helped to further your relationship and move on from this like that feeling is so much better than holding it in and then being like oh by the way I haven't felt the same about you for two weeks like Mm -hmm. I don't think I like you like what the (laughs) what is that why do men why do men and women boys do that boys (laughs) yeah not men why do boys do that that's another thing about communicating is that if you're going to say something, whether it's that you're going to do better, that you're not going to do something, that you are going to do something, mean it, you know, yeah. mean what you're going to say or don't say it at all. You need to like prove it with your actions. It's not yeah. hard. If you really want to change and communicate for someone, you will show it through your actions. Like it's not that hard literally, to give that communication. You just have to be willing to, Ooh, girl hold on who's that my mom amber here i'll facetime her on my phone please let's take a little break so i can eat another slice of mine okay all right sorry guys we had a little intermission um we both had to facetime our moms real quick um it got too depressing <laughs> Just yes, sorry update um we facetimed our we facetimed <laughs> We FaceTime our moms. I probably FaceTime my mom two times a day, every single day of the week. I always FaceTime my mom when I'm in an awkward or nervous situation. You just need your mom sometimes. Exactly. Um, I don't remember where we left off, but <gasps> sorry. If you hear me eating, I'm so sorry. This beef and pickle, like a little sandwich thing is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't remember where we left off, but um, I think we should get into tips of being a good communicator. So we've talked about 
um, the benefits and the harmful effects of not being a good communicator for you and your significant other and the other people in your life, but ways that you can do that. Um, specifically in relationships, I think um, a good way, if you have an argument and you need to work through that, um, one of the cardinal rules is saying I statements instead of you statements. So you eliminate the you statements where you're like, well, you did this. Well, you made me feel this way. Well, you are doing this because I used to say that all the time. It would always be like you, 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 you know, you're the one in the wrong where in turn, if you switch it to, I feel like, you know, I, you can only speak for your own feelings and your own actions. Um, in, in that setting, you know, you can't speak for why other people do the things you do. And I think that's why it was so hard for us when we were communicators on both sides, because you truly cannot speak mm -hmm. or think for someone else. You don't know until they are communicating as well. And so when you eliminate like the you statements for someone who maybe on the other end doesn't know, is, is, doesn't have the tools to be a good communicator, um, and you're trying as well, when you eliminate the you statements, it makes it feel less like an attack and more like a conversation. Oh. Intermission. <laughs> Sorry, Emily. And Is it Mitchell? <laughs> yes. Mitchell, you're late. <laughs> you're late to the party. Emiliano. Hi, Mitchell Ann. How are you, Emiliano? Put your face in. <laughs> I don't like my face in. I have COVID. No, no, eat this instead. Oh. This is good. It's beef and pickle. It's really good, though. Give your mom some M&Ms if she wants some. I did last night. Okay, no, let me tell you what this girl did, Emiliano. Tell me, I girl. I was super sick with COVID, right? Yeah, now. but I... Was this when I she still ate... had COVID, too. Was, it... was this when she ate your chocolate bars? <laughs> did she tell you about that? She did. I ate, like, five. <laughs> she ate five whole chocolate bars. These people at work, this program gave me, like, a tiny miniature thing of peanut butter because I love peanut butter. And they even gave me little chocolate bars to talk They're not little, they're regular okay, size. Yeah, so they're regular size. Not, yeah, let's, yeah, because it makes it sound even better that you stole the big ones. So she, I had a pack of like two, two I had two dozen. I had yeah. two packs of six. I go in there and I had six in the, the packaging still and then two loose ones. I come back out, five of them are gone. Five. She had opened her, the package and she left me like, I don't know, was it three all together or something? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. She ate five whole ones. She did admit to it. She was like, I did. I'm not, this is communication at its finest. I admitted to my wrongs and I'm not going to write them. I know that I'm wrong and I don't care. It's in different situations. One day. She did tell me about it. Bye. So, like the write my wrongs. Could it be you calling me down, down? My foolish heart is all on me. Forgive me. Say you don't need no time. Feels like, Feels like you, you don't got me. got me, so you feel, feel like, like you've been by yourself. Things I can't take. You but you make the time, time for me. me. No, isn't yeah. there something? Um, no, but, uh, so yeah, that was one tip that I had. That's a big thing that I think changed the, 
the communication game for me was I started focusing more on myself and how I was feeling um, in general or because of the other person's actions. And I would say, I feel like I need you to communicate more because when you don't, it makes me feel like I'm not important or I, you know, I just, just switching the conversation to being more of, you know, what you need and less of like, you're doing this wrong, you know? Yeah. My tip is like, put yourself in your other person's or other significant shoes, you know, Mm. it's that common saying, like, how would I feel if my significant other put myself in their shoes and be like, or how would they feel if I did this and that? And I wouldn't want them to do that to me. So that's basically how I just, how that's a good tip to like, you know, make that communication happen. Also, um, the saying that really helped me was um, I water you, you water me and we water like ourselves like together. Mm. Um so like you just put in that communication and it like builds the communication makes it stronger and the trust so that when like I know a lot of people that when they get mad at each other like they have like these communication habits like they have something so symbolic that like if someone person's mad and I my teachers told me this and she was like in my relationship if someone's mad we use this like code word and we just say this code word because my sister was so like dramatic and had no communication at um Mm -hmm. this restaurant one time so if someone says this code word it means that they're saying it over like something that's not like that they're just overreacting but not in the overreacting way where it's like you're overreacting you just need to shut up you know it's the you're just you're you're saying something crazy right now that's not like true and you know it's not true so you just need to step back and just realize it as a whole bigger picture and then find out you know yeah that was going to be my next tip too was if you need a minute to just digest figure out how you feel figure out you know what's going on, what you need, where you can go forward. That's fine. Communicate that you need to take that minute. Be like, okay, hold on. I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now. And I don't feel like I can finish this conversation right now. Um, I need a minute. And then the key is what you have to do is you have to go back to it. Yeah. You can't just say, oh, it feels fine now. We're done. No, you have to continue yeah. to talk about it. Otherwise, it's going to keep keep coming up. It's like if you leave a thorn in um, your finger and then someone gives you a high five, that thorn's still going to hurt because you never At, A lot of the times, like in relationships, I know that people bring up like the past events that happen and the other person would be like, just leave that in the past. But if it hurts so much, you can't just leave it in the past. So that's why you bring it up. And then as a person who did the other person wrong, it's your duty to always reassure them and be like, no, instead of being like, that was in the past or like, yeah. or I, a, you're yeah. sounding crazy. Like you need to chill. Like you just have to reassure the person. And it doesn't even have to be like big reassurance. It's just don't get mad at the other person because the way that they're dealing with their emotions at that moment. Yeah, exactly. If you, there's a difference between dwelling on something from the past so let's say that you know two months ago your partner really said something that hurt your feelings Mm -hmm. um and have you 
like you need to reevaluate. Okay. Have you talked about it? Have you worked it out? Have they said, you know, have they apologized? Um, you know, meaning it, mm-hmm. have they actually apologized? Well, meaning it, have you communicated? Have you talked about it? Okay. Yes. Does it still hurt? If it does, that's something that you can bring up and say, you know, I still feel the effects of when this happened. If it's something that is a reoccurring problem and it's not talked about, or one person feels like they haven't received the communication that they needed, like it's going to continue to pop up and pop up. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one thing is like, you have to return to it at some point, even if you're, um, you know, even if like you, you set back from it and you're like, okay, actually I'm not really that upset anymore. Okay. Go communicate that now. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one thing is that like, I'm someone who I have to talk it out over and over sometimes because if I don't like I don't think that I'll like I'll still have the the little thing in the back of my head that's like oh I like what if something's still wrong and so I have to talk it out over especially if I was in the wrong just give that reassurance um if you're the person who you know is on the receiving end or even if you are the person who did the wrong thing Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, reassurance is a really big part of communication too. Mm-hmm. And just like understanding one another and understanding how they feel. Cause I know that you might not feel that way, but when another person that you quote unquote care about feels a way, you're obviously going to care. And if you do truly care about the person, you're going to do whatever you can to fix it and make, um, ends with that person. So, um, yeah, also, like what we went through in our past have made us like such stronger people. And so like, I know like my friend Gary, he would be like this, he's not giving you the love. So you need to give it to yourself because he's not giving you any of that right now. So that's a big part. So like, if you weren't like getting communication, I, I would communicate it to myself. That's why like I was in a relationship with myself basically. Yeah. Which is, it, it's a good thing to go through but you also have to think like if you're if you're at the end of this podcast and if you take one thing away if you related to the parts where we're like we're not getting communication you know we or you know we weren't getting communication uh we were communicating for two people and you've you've communicated this to the other person multiple times I've been like I really need you to to participate in this relationship I really need you to communicate to me you know, not just when it's good, but especially when it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not getting that and you've already tried multiple times to get it and they're not budging, obviously I can't tell you what to do with your life, but you have to reevaluate the relationship that you have with this person, whether it is romantically or a friendship, because if they're not giving you what you need in terms of communication now, and you've asked them multiple times and they still haven't, the chances of them ever giving it to you or ever changing are very slim if you continue to communicate for them like we did in the past where Mm -hmm. yes it did make us stronger communicators but we shouldn't have had to go through someone who refused to communicate and had no desire to communicate for us to be good communicators yes Mm -hmm. So if you're not getting that, reevaluate that relationship, reevaluate that friendship and just say, you know what, are you giving me what I need in terms of communication? Because 
if they're going to be with you at the best times where communication is easy, but then they're not going to be there at the bad times when communication is hard, then, you know, you've got some thinking to do about it because that's especially when it's important for someone to be there. Because that's what holds the relationship or friendship together. Because everyone fights. There's everyone gets in arguments. Everyone fights. It's not, you know, one of the things that my ex said was like, oh, I don't want to fight. No, we have to. Can we have a good day today? No, literally. Can we have a good day today? Okay, listen. If I'm upset, I'm going to say that I'm upset. Literally. You know, if we're going to have a, like, if I need communication, I'm going to ask for communication. If I'm not getting it, like, I don't want to fight right now. Okay, well, you don't ever want to fight. You don't ever want to talk. Yeah, and especially when, like, you guys have, like, a healthy relationship and then, like, one argument, they're like, oh, we're so toxic. Right. Like, you just don't know the difference between arguing and communicating. Like, that's yeah. not my fault. That's on you. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's an important thing to know, though, too, is the difference between, you know, like, it is okay to have an argument with your significant other or your friend. Mm-hmm. It's how you move on from it and how you grow from it. And a lot of that is through communication. It's, it's the staple, it's the glue of a relationship. If you mm-hmm. don't have good communication skills, um, and I know we've been talking about friend, or relationships a lot, but like friendships, this is important too. Um, I think if you talk about how, you know, maybe actions of what another, of what your friend does hurt you and they're not reciprocating it in a healthy way and they're not wanting to communicate and they're just like, okay, you're done. Mm-hmm. you know okay whatever I this is stupid I don't care like you're being rude no my I'm hurt my feelings are hurt you know let's talk about this and then move on from it and grow from it um so yeah that's it's really important how many okay this is a friendship question and a friendship that was okay and then it went to like toxic how many chances are you going to give this friend to have them come back to your life until you're like, this is like it. Like how many chances are you going to give this person that has been toxic and have like left or, you know, like didn't communicate or didn't communicate. Yeah. Didn't communicate what was wrong and why you guys ended or was like fake and weird in a way. Like how many chances are you going to give them if they come back, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think that there's not a specific number, you know, there's not like a Mm -hmm. three chances and you're done. You know what (laughs) I mean? It's like, it is how many you feel like you can tolerate, but at the same time, at some point you you get to the point where it's like, I'm disrespecting myself and my needs by not, you know, by letting this person continue to be toxic, continue to not communicate. I'm dedicating so much time and so much energy at what point is enough enough? And I think that that's something that you have to decide for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, how far are you willing to go until you realize that, yeah, again, you know, when it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, it's really bad. <laughs> and that's, that's, not a, that's not a fun way to live in your relationships and your friendships. Yeah, and if you think like, I don't know, because I know a lot of people are like, if it's meant to be, it'll be or they'll come back or whatever. But if they come back and it's like really toxic and it was a toxic friendship or relationship or whatever, and they come back, it's not really like 
oh, we're just meant to be together because the right ones that are meant to be in your life, it won't be a, an argument or something that's so toxic or bad. It's a small argument that you guys have to work around it. And yeah. if they're meant to be in your life, they will stay in your life and won't hurt you or hurt your feelings like that. So that's the difference because I know a lot of people are like, if they come back, it's meant to be because I've had a lot of people come back to me. And it's not especially like, in, yeah, and I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, we can do this again because I'm yeah. not going to go through all that because they don't really change. If they were no. meant to be in your life, they will stay in your life. Like, look, Emily's in my life. Ah, and we got tattoos. We've never left each other. We didn't. No, we no. never have. We had arguments, but we worked around it because we brought each other cherry limeades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't have good communication skills, like one little tiny argument can break your friendship or your relationship mm-hmm. because there's not good tools from one side or maybe both sides to move past that. And that's why another reason why communication is so important is because like you need to learn how to move past those things be- so that like the foundation that you guys build isn't able to be broken by one little tiny fight For and sure. it's able to actually be worked through. Again, like you're going to have fights. You're going to have problems with people in your life and you cannot constantly run away from them because you don't know how to communicate or you don't want to communicate because you're always going to run into a problem then. And you're always going to run into something that needs communication and you're not going to have the tools to be able to communicate. If you're thinking like, oh, it must've been me. I must've done something like they're going to find someone so much better. Like If the reason, one of the biggest reasons why you guys broke up is because communication wasn't present, they're not going to learn how to communicate magically. And then their next relationship, they're going to continue to run into the same problems where they don't know how to communicate and they're scared of communicating. And that other person is either not going to be a good communicator and then they're going to be unhappy. But like at the end, they're not going to be happy because they're never going to have the tools why so are you some- talking about my last relationship? <laughs> because it was mine too. <laughs> oh my gosh, we literally were in the exact same relationships, which is yeah. crazy. Because like we're like I like to say Emily and I are like twins. Yeah. And so when we go through things that are so similar, it's like the universe is like fixating us to where like we need to be. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, is like, it's not like it's always me being there for just me being there for her because like Mm -hmm. I went through the relationship, the type of relationships that she had first, but like we're in, it's so awesome because we're in like the same situations, but at different times. And so if I need to go to her, she's like, I remember when I was at that point. And then if she's like, you know, I need help. I'm like, Oh girl, I was there too. Um, and then there's the very rare instances where like, yeah, we're in this together. <laughs> like, I feel like there was one time we were in the same boat because we were like so depressed. Yeah. And you could just see it by the way that we took care of ourselves and whatever because we send daily vlogs to each other. Yeah. So we'll just be like talking about our days and it's the way that we express like our tones and like the way our like hair was like all messed up and we were just like so Not late me right now. <laughs> you know you know what I'm talking about like we understand each other and like you know how in most friendships because I've experienced this too and like if you like go on a trip with some friends you guys in like a big argument because you're with this person like 24 7 on your trip yeah and so like but Emily and I like we don't have that argument like maybe once in Chicago but that's when we were little but that wasn't little that was oh no but that wasn't like us being sick of each other it was 
just us being it was misunderstanding it was miscommunication because i had foggy brain (laughs) no it was (laughs) yeah i had covid brain early on before covid brain was a thing um but yeah i think the main takeaway from this is that kenzie is literally taking selfies right now i can't with her what is your sweatshirt stop um but yeah no i think uh, we're gonna wrap it up here Mm -hmm. but communication is so important for your own personal growth and growth within your relationships and your friendships Mm -hmm. Um, without it it's really hard to have those successful friendships in the relationships and so if you don't have the tools to where you're like I don't know how to communicate you start from start from somewhere you know Mm -hmm. you have to start from somewhere and you have to build up from that because if you keep staying the same or in the same path you know it's going to get harder and harder to break those um those habits so yeah communication is key to healthy life is and and a healthy wife you literally you guys like we communicate without even communicating i hope you guys know that because you communicate by body language and how your tone shows through like what you do so you communicate like every second even though you're not like saying anything verbally you're exactly you're already one step there yeah exactly like I have a really bad like um habit of communicating with my face when I have emotions she's like "Mm, yeah I don't hide my emotions on my face and my mom always told me that she'd be like fix your face Mm. my bad my bad (laughs) but but even that was when I was a kid and that's when I didn't know how to verbally communicate but yet like you could see that I was pissed or you could see that I was upset all I know is if you're the only one initiating communication and nothing's working out then just let it be and take a step back if you're not getting what you're giving yes and if it's the frick back yeah and if it's you know a hundred and because it's a relationship isn't always going to be a hundred percent effort from both it's there's times where you're going to need to give 80 and they're only able to give 20 and that's okay. But it's when when it's consistently like that Mm -hmm. and you're consistently giving 200% because they're giving 0%. Like that's something's up, you know, you've got to reevaluate that. And communication is a big part of that. Um, But yeah, the lesson for this week is communicate, communicate, communicate. Um, whether it's the smallest things or whether it's something really big. Um, and there's different ways that you can do that. It doesn't have to be the traditional, you know, starting out with like, okay, we're going to eliminate I statements or you statements because it's hard to do that right away. But if you can start with little steps, then you'll get there. Yeah. So the little activity of this week think about ways that you can benefit your communication for your future and for friends family work you know public life you know so just think about that and just think about things in your life that communication affects (laughs) bye bye